Jay Walk Podcast. Uh, thank you, whoever listens or whatever. Um, let's do a happy podcast. I don't want to be too political. Somebody told me I was a little bit too political, so let's do a happy podcast. Let's do a happy one. Well, let's see. Um, legislation was passed today to cut, or this week, I should say, not today, but this week. Legislation was passed, not passed, I should say, brought up to cut the work week into 32 hours instead of 40. Um, there are a lot of great things, um, with this 32 hours. It'd be good for, uh, employers, employees. Um, I'm going to show you the promo pros and cons of why there's pros and cons to everything. I'm going to show you why there's pros and cons to this. Um, but mainly the, the pros out more outweigh more than the cons. But the good thing is to cut a full time into 32 hours as opposed to 40. Um, we're only only developed country that hasn't adopted this model. I mean, there's a few other ones, but I think we're the only ones. And that's, and that's the problem with this country. The this problem with this country is like they act like they can't learn anything from anybody else. You know, like they if they don't if they don't do it first, then it's not valid. And that's that's just not true when it comes to the world. Um but getting back to what I was talking about, but thirty two hours a week, it's been shown that you keep employees longer, employees less stressed, people are happier. Um there's a lot of good things that can come with cutting work a week to 32 hours. Um, like I said, this this model has been shown to work in other parts of the world, and like in Europe and other places, countries like that, like it it, it, it works. Um, the only problem with this is the Republicans are not going to let it pass, and this is what. Democrats need to do a better job of it, saying why they can't get anything done. They need to, they need to out uh, the Republicans on why they can't get anything done. Because I don't think anybody would be opposed to having uh, less work to do to take care of themselves. Um, but the downside is, and here's the cons that you know, the 32 work week. Uh, that means they're gonna start paying overtime. You know, when you pick work over 32 hours, obviously. So, that means employers will have to pay more money for less hours. And, which is a good thing. That's a good thing. I'm not going to pretend like it's not a good thing. It's a great thing. But, I don't think employers want to pay less money for more money for less hours. That's the problem. Like, a lot of jobs now, they have a hard enough time getting overtime to their employees. And... Huh. Frustrating. Um, it's really sad, but that's the problem. Big problem in this country. So, so what? People like McDonald's, Burger King, and all these scandalous companies, they, how they treat their employees, what they're going to do is, okay, if full-time is 32 hours, we're not going to schedule anybody over 25. Oh, okay. Well, instead of having 60 employees, we'll just hire 80 so we can make sure like no one gets over 32 hours to get overtime. 
Yeah, see, the private sector of, of this country, they'll adjust to it, and they're going to find a way to make it profitable, which is really sickening. You know, um, personally, uh, 32 hours a week, and people are only working four days a week, um, it's good for your mental, it's good for your emotional, it's good for your physical, but you cannot go down to 32 hours a week without raising wages. As you probably know, I mean, if you work less hours and you get the same wage, you get less money. And I don't think anybody in this country wants to do that. So, there is a... A lot to be desired with this legislation. Um, Me personally, it's going to be really good for the country if it went to that. Take off a lot of stress. It'll probably, you know, slow down this pandemic a little bit. Um, We would, you know... Things would make this country a lot better, a lot less stressful, and so on and so on. But with, you know, two, with one corporate Democrat shutting down um, free daycare for all, it'd be pretty hard to, uh, for uh, people to work four days a week. So... There's, there's a lot of, like, there's this thing that's called, uh, there's macroeconomics and there's microeconomics. Macroeconomics is like the bigger picture of everything. It's pretty much black and white, and it just stays the same. I mean, you know, like, uh, demand, the, I'm not thinking about, demand, demand versus prices. Uh, when demand's high, the prices go up. Demand's low, the prices get lower. Then you got your equilibrium prices. That's my macro. Micro is, okay, when something happens in the economy or something, you know, how does it affect black people? How does it affect white people? How does it affect Hispanics? And so on and so on. That's micro. Like, the little, like, you know, as you know, microscope. The word micro means small. Because, you know, so there's a little bunch of things. Um... So, in the macro world, working 32 hours a week would be great. It'd be great. And it, I think it would free up a lot more things. And, and it, it would be better for the country if you went to a four-day work week as opposed to a five-day. But the micro side, uh, it would hurt. Um, like I said, a lot of these people on the micro side that's going to be hurt by it are the people that already earn low wages. It's not really going to help them to make the week four days because um, they're going to get less hours. And a lot of those employers that are going to give them less hours, they're going to, I'm, I'm telling you right now, you, remember you heard it first, on January 27th, 2022, what they're going to do is they are going to shorten their hours and raise their employees. Because they're going to make a concerted effort to make sure nobody works more than 32 hours. If that was the past, but don't worry, the Republicans are going to shoot that down, and so it, it probably it might it might make it past the House because they're progressive Democrats. They might. Ah, it, it, I don't know. There's a lot of corporate Democrats in, in the House too, so I don't know if it'll get past the House. But I I think that is a great way for the country to stop feeling so much pressure. 
It'll probably ease up on a lot of diseases, a lot of stress. It'll just, it'll just make the country freer, make everybody feel better. Um, I think it's a great piece of legislation, to be honest with you. Um, but like I said, the Republicans are not going to let it happen. So, and like I said, if it, if it gets past the House, it's definitely going to get shot down in the Senate. So, considering that the filibuster is still in effect. So, I mean, it's not, it's not going to, it's not going to pass too much, but, uh, in, in theory, it sounds really, really good. But in reality, I mean, y'all see how dysfunctional our Congress is, so it's not going to pass. There are very few things that get me upset when it just comes to policies in the private sector in America. And, okay, I know this podcast is turning a little dark, but just stay with me, stay with me. What, what happened is the government for hundreds of years have let big companies and big corporations run rampant without being unchecked. And, we, and what happens is, as you know, with, with anything that goes rampant and unchecked, they become untamed, unwild, and unruly, and they think they can just get away with everything because they've been unchecked. Well... That's where we are with uh, with big, big the private industry in America. And as you know, they, they pay very little taxes, if any. Pay very little taxes, and it's just it's beyond frustrating because the very money that bails them out is coming out of you guys' pockets. Yes, the very money that bails out corporations like the car industry, the airplane industry, those government contracts, they, they come out of your pockets. Government doesn't have any money. And it's just really, it's just, I find it weird that the very money that you, you pay taxes with can't be used to help you. This is what I mean. You have senators, you have Congress people, you have the House of Representatives, you have the uh, Supreme Court, you have the executive branch. When the government shuts down, all them people are still getting paid. But the level level, the level lower level uh, federal employees, they're not getting paid. Sometimes the military is not getting paid. Do you think it's fair for people to risk their lives in other countries? not get paid while the the very same people can sit in luxury and have big houses and nice cars and everything else but the people beneath them are not getting paid but they they still are and they're the ones shutting down the government so when they shut down the government it doesn't affect them see this is what I I have the problem that I have with our American government so what people are, are doing is anything that a government does 
for people that they should be doing for people. They call it socialism on the right. And it's not socialism. It's not socialism. It's that four-letter word that this country hates so much. Fair. 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 So, we could, I mean, I don't want the government making my clothes and everything else. Now, when the government is distributing stuff, that's socialism, equally. But you can't have capitalism and socialism in the same economy. It doesn't work that way. Now, you can have social programs like Social Security and all kinds of anything social. You have social programs, but one thing you cannot have in a, in, in, a, in, a, in a capitalism system is socialism. Because, like I said, capitalism is like having a pie. And whoever gets to eight first, that's when you cut it in ten pieces. And if you get to eight pieces before it, anybody else does, those two pieces left in the pie are being shared by millions and millions of people. It's whoever gets to those eight first. That's capitalism. And sometimes if I get to nine and you don't get there on time, that's capitalism. You guys, I got to share that one piece. So I believe 52% of the world wealth is owned the one percenters in America. The one percent in America. Now, the reason why I bring all this up is to tell you guys, these people that own 52% of the wealth, do you think that if this legislation's passed, that they... You, you think you, you're going to hurt their profit, their, their profit margins and their stakeholders' profit margins? Oh, no, they're not going to do that. That's what we'll do. We'll just change the game. 32 hours a week? Okay, we'll make sure that nobody works over 32 hours. Some will, but for the most part, most won't. And we're the only developed country that doesn't do this. So... That's why America, like I said, she's crumbling. She is crumbling. You ever seen like a person when they lift weights, you put it above their head and you hold it above their heads and they start shaking because, you know, their arms are getting, you know, weak because it's so heavy. That's what's happening to society in America. We got people believing in conspiracy theories. People believe in lies that they know they're not true. But because it fits their narrative, they're going to believe those lies. So with 32 hours a week, um, they're just going to, the private sector is just going to adjust and make sure, ooh, 32 hours a week? Well, hell, I don't want to pay more for, for less labor. Oh, so the people that have low paying wages, oh, okay, we'll just hire more people. Come on, come on. Yeah, so it, 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 it's sad. But until we, as people, say, you know what, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. You are going to treat me fairly. I'm not going to do it. have given too many 
the private sector too much power over us. Remember all this, all this labor shortage, labor shortage, everybody's hiring and everything like that and everything else. No, ain't no labor shortage, it's a pay shortage. What, what the minimum wage has been raised for almost, what, 20 years? Tell you what, I'll give you an assignment. I want people to answer this question. The national national minimum wage is $7.25. That's ridiculous. And it's a fair question. It's a very fair question. If you if I give you $7.25, what would you do with it? Yeah, wait. If I give you seven dollars and twenty-five cents, what would you do with it? Exactly. Because you know, and I know that you can't do no nothing with no damn seventy-five. Excuse me, seven dollars and twenty-five cents. I know it. You know it. So let's not pretend. If somebody gave you seven dollars, they'll be doing you a favor. If somebody gave you seventy dollars, I would look at them crazy. Seven hundred pennies. The average workday is eight hours a week. So what is that? Fifty-seven dollars a day, five times a week, three fifteen. No, that's even less than that. Two eighty-five, five seventy. Wow, five hundred seventy dollars. Eleven one thousand one hundred and forty dollars a month. And the average rent was what four fifty in the country. Wow. So. I don't know how to even say this. I don't know. I I I don't I just The thing that makes it so disturbing that people always people realize is like the government knows this. The government knows that this is not enough money to pay anybody for them to make it. And God forbid it if you guys have kids. <laughs> you see, like you're being distracted by culture wars that don't mean nothing. Pronouns that don't mean anything and everything else. Let's talk about some suspicious things. Let's talk about some things that are really important. Let's talk about things that, that, that people really can't live without. But, you know. This is America. The word fair does not exist. Or if it does exist, people don't like it. Oh. <sighs>
man, we're gonna have to um. Oh, don't worry. As soon as the minimum wage come up, and it's supposed to been up, by the way, Mr. Biden. Yeah, you, Mr. Biden. It's supposed to been up, Mr. Biden. But the minimum wage that that should be at least seventeen dollars an hour, at least. Um, you about to hit a Republican lie. Republican lie is, hey, if we pay, if, if if employers pay people more, that's going to hurt hiring. And people are going to hire less, and so on and so on. And no, that's not the case because obviously the, the minimum wage has not caught up to inflation. So with this inflation going on, and I'm telling you right now, this is what's about to happen. Since and I'm, it's automatically it's automatically a wrap that the Democrats are going to lose the House. So if you're on, on the left, they're about to lose the House. And it's called, it is what it is. They're about to lose the house. So, from now on, if they don't get it passed by midterm, you're never going to hear about the minimum wage being raised again. When have you ever heard somebody say, even rich people, oh, well, that's too much money. I'm not. I can't take that much. No, never, never, and you never will. Poor or rich people. Or middle class. Never gonna hear them say, you know what, man, you're paying me way too much. You know, I'm gonna get some of this back. It's never happened in history and it, and it never is. Very, very disgusted by how this government treats people. And they treat you like you guys are all stupid. Because see, if I, if I can keep you all mad at your neighbors, mad at people of color, mad at gay people, transgender people, if I keep you focused on them and those culture wars, I don't, I don't have to, you can't focus on what I'm not doing for you. Oh, this is better than the Biden conference. See, I don't care if you're a racist and you don't like people that look like me. I don't care. But what I do care about is... What I do care about is when I go into the workplace... Or I go for a job, or when I go out in public, that I'm treated like everybody else. That's 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 what I care about. I'm where I care about if after I'm gone, will my kids be treated fairly? Will my nieces and nephews be treated fairly? That's what I care about. Now, you can hate people of color, particularly black people, all you want. Your hate has no bearing on my life. So you can hate me all you want to. Say all the mean things you want to. Call me whatever names. But that has no bearing on my life. 
So, it's cool. But, what we're going to do though is, when it comes to the world of business, when it comes to the world of opportunity, when it comes to a place of living, and when it comes to the government, that all people are treated fairly. Treated the same. Justice system, business, private sector, government, everybody's treated fairly. But, this is America. Fair is a bad word in America. Extremely bad. See, America has it reversed. America has it where, you know, well, I can't have it fair, but if I have the advantage on you, that's okay. Now, I know it's not fair, but it's okay because I'm getting the advantage and I'm getting the privilege. So, we, um, we, um, Gotta be better as people, man. Gotta be better as people. I mean, God, they got us fighting over wearing masks and people being vaccinated, man. We, we, no, no, no. We just gotta be better as people. letting people die for political gain and it's just it's just really sad man. it's really really sad that people are dying and people don't care for political gain this, this, that's my old adage as long as I have the advantage it's okay I know it's not unfair but I'm okay with it because I have the advantage or I get the privilege for, for whatever it is um But there's one thing um, that you cannot do in life, and no matter what you try to do, uh, it's not going to work. It's called balance. Everything in life, everything in this universe has to balance everything. Where there's life, there's death. Where there's light, there's dark. Where there is clear, there is muddy. There, where there is... Hmm. Negative, there is positive, and vice versa. Where there's cold, there's hot, and so forth and so forth. Everything in this universe has to has a balance. And I'm telling you right now, the more that this system keeps going the way it's going, it's going to crumble because there's no balance to it. And when America crumbles, see, there's not going to be this little civil war. It's not going to be like that. Like, 
Democrat versus Republican like people think there is. No, 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 no. They're, we're just too intertwined to have a civil war like that. Even in the South, we're just too intertwined. It's not going to work. What's going to happen is you're going to have a lot of splinter cells. A lot. Of, it's not going to be just a war with two sides. This war is going to have like a hundred sides. Probably thousands of sides. And that's scary more than anything because that means you really can't trust anybody because pretty much is if a person thinks doesn't think like me, then we have to kill them and vice versa. See, gang wars. If y'all think that's bad, which you see this there's gonna be a lot of I couldn't that's what I'm looking for, proxy wars. When 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 America falls, there's gonna be a lot of proxy wars. Proxy wars are a lot dangerous, a lot more dangerous than any civil war you can think of. So I said, you're gonna have a lot of splinter cells, a lot of uh, people um, with different ideas and different political views, and it's, it's gonna be a scary time, man. But and the reason why this is gonna happen. And I don't, I take no pleasure in saying this, but the reason why it's going to happen is because things are so imbalanced in this country. You got poor white people that think, hey man, I've been working hard all my life, man. I still ain't got nothing. And you know the situation with Native Americans and indigenous people, black people, Asians. Poor whites feel just like us. Now, they're not discriminated like we, we, we know. You know, the discrimination that we get, but they feel just like us, like, damn, man, I work hard, hard, hard just to get nowhere. And I'm pro-black, but it's not fair to them that, that, that poor whites work really, really hard and they get nowhere. It's not right. There's poor people in general, no matter what color or race you are, or nationality you are, that work extremely hard and they get nowhere. It's just ain't right. This is when your government needs to come in and give that balance so people don't feel like that. Because what happens is when you leave a marginalized people and you don't do anything, you start creating piranha waters where, okay, well, you know what? I've been doing the right thing my whole life. My whole life I've been doing the right thing. And it's got me nowhere. So you know what? I'm just going to start taking. No, because see, because the right way they're talking about doesn't work. So you know what? F that. I'm just going to start taking. That's, 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 that's where America is. You know what? I don't want to wear a mask. Let's make it political. Okay. Now you got, you got, you got a group of people called anti-master and anti-vaxxers. See, that's just two that's just two spinner cells right there. And me personally, I think we owe our kids more than that. We owe our kids to say, hey kids, discrimination over any race or any sexuality or anything, sexual orientation or whatever you want to call it, it's just wrong. You would think we would teach our kids that. But no, us as adults, all we do 
is repeat the cycle, repeat the cycle, so our kids feel the exact same way and the world never changes. We are adults. And people wonder why kids are running wild. Look at us. Look at the role models we have became for our children. It's, it's Remember that old saying, the more things change, the more things stay the same? We are letting down. And I'm talking about all sides of the spectrum. Black, white, Hispanic, Middle Eastern, Asian. Yes, we are very cyclical or very making things very cyclical things keep going around in a circle like like the world and things it's like evolution the world evolution is a word evolve in it and if we evolve that means things are supposed to get better but it seems us as people especially in this country we seem to cycle right back to where we, we've been. Like, this gets better, but there's a but. This is going better. But there's a but. Like, in the beginning of the podcast, I talked about the 32 hours a week. Okay. Yeah, that's to say, hypothetically, it passes. Okay, but we know the private sector is going to make it even harder because they don't want to pay you more for less labor. So, once... Basically, I'm saying that we got to be better as people. All these systems they have in place are working. Too good. Or they're working too bad. There are very few systems in this country that just work. Yeah, um, so I, I know it started off with a happy 32 hours a week legislation. Hope, I'm hoping that it passes, but it won't pass. Like I said, because you got people in Congress that are just there to obstruct progress. I'm not going to mention any names, but Republicans, um, oh yeah, they're just there to, uh, obstruct, um, 
So yeah, so nothing is going to happen in these next four years. Um, obstruction, excuse me, not obstruction, but the Democrats, they don't get anything done. Republicans, they obstruct. Independents, like me, we just sit here and, you know, because, you know, we're, we're in a minority, independents. So we sit here and we have to just watch things not work or things or watch things that work too well and I don't know for lack of a better term it's really sad of where we are as a country man we got these new voting laws make it harder for people of color to work excuse me, work, excuse me to vote we was having the same problem almost a hundred years ago When, how as a country are we involving as, in a country if we're having the same problems that we have 100 years ago don't you think the communities of color and the police don't you think our relationships have got just a little bit better no it's, it, I mean in, in, in most cases, it's even worse. You would think all the tumultuous times you see the civil rights video, you know, videos of black people just marching to say, hey, treat us fairly, and we're getting dogs sicked on us, the hoses shot at us, and um, just the worst of the worst that you can do to people is just saying, hey, treat me fair. Treat me fair. To have a dog being sick on you, or getting hit with a with a, a fire hose, with that kind of pressure, what that does to you, a heart. And then the George Floyd protest, how that what that you seen again? Now I don't even think history really repeats itself. But it's just everything we do is cyclical. We do 360s. You want to do a 180. You don't want to do no 360. A 360 is a very, very impressive dunk. That's what a 360 is. A 180 is when you turn completely around and you stay. Like, you know what? I did a 180. I'm totally different. I'm on a totally different side of, of, of my life for the better. And as a country, we have not done that. We have just, we, you think after, you know, September 11th, and, you know, I'm not going to get too political on that. That's a, that's a podcast for a different day. But whenever it nests, you just, you felt the unity in the country when that happened. You felt it. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just felt it. And you feel the division now. The division is, okay, if you don't think like me, then you're an enemy. We have to be better as a country. You have your side, I have my side, and we meet somewhere in the middle. See, uh, I got a few minutes left, but that's how bipartisan politics is supposed to work. 
you have your side, I have your side, and we meet somewhere in the middle. That's where independents like me come. I took a little bit from the conservative side, and I took a little bit from the progressive side. And we meet somewhere in the middle to make it good for all of us. It's not, no, we're not, my, my no stress of imagination is it perfect, but it's better when, okay, I'll take a little bit from the red side, take a little bit from the blue side. That's how bipartisan politics is supposed to work. But it's not, it's not like that. It's, okay, if you don't think like me, if you don't, you don't give me everything that I want, then you're a bad person. The blue side saying, if you don't give me everything that I want, then you're a bad person. So in, in, in between the red and blue, there's a purple spot where we're supposed to come together and say, you know what? I'll concede this and this and this, but give me that. Okay, I'll concede this and this and this, and you give me that. That's politics. That's how we get places. We, 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 we can't get anywhere by staying on opposite sides and not wanting to come to the middle. So I hope, hope. So, but with 32 hours a week, I just don't think the private sector is going to want to pay less, excuse me, pay more money for less labor. So it's not even going to make, it's probably not going to pass to pass out the house. Um, I guess I just ended with that one. But before I go, I definitely have to give a, uh, a shout out to uh, UDM. Um, I was on his, uh, his podcast recently. I became a co-host. I, I know he listens to me, so I want to thank him for that. Uh, for all the D fans that tuned in to my podcast because of the uh, me being on the show, I want to thank you guys for that. Um, next week, we will be uh, having a new host, uh, Kim. She was on the other show on Monday morning. I believe, um, I definitely hope, uh, you guys tune in to us and, um, I'm going to try to make it entertaining for y'all. Um, I'm going to take the gig community and I'm going to rep for y'all. Um, I'm going to take y'all on my back and hopefully I can speak for y'all to say, Hey, that, you know, we're not treated fairly and you know, we need to be treated better. And hopefully I can be a voice for the, for those. Because a lot of people, they don't, you know, they forget about the, uh, about the, pe- the people that do gig work. You know, a lot of us have a perception that we are less than, and, and you, I mean, you may not see it or feel it, but it, it's a fact. Like, like, we are less than, so, and we are not less than, we do the work that needs to be done for these companies and the customer so you are not less than because if you were less than they sure the hell would be paying you to do something that they can do themselves so basically we are paid to keep people lazy yes we are paid to keep people lazy You gig workers, if you listen to me, you guys are the driving engine of this country now. 
You need to know what your time is worth. You need to know what you're worth. And you need to know that because you're an independent contractor, don't let anybody make you feel less than because they got to clock in and you go, you go to work anytime you want. That is empowering. The more power to y'all. Keep it up. You gig workers are the reason why people are hiring now. Because what you guys are doing is you're taking your destiny and you're putting it into your own hands. And you're going to sit there and say, yo, I'm not clocking in at no clock. I'm going to go to work when I want to. You're pretty much a small business. You're entrepreneurs. Now, I know you have to use a platform, but they're not your employer. They are a partner with you. So, you gig workers, you guys keep it up, man. Uh, You guys are the main reason why this country moves forward. That's one thing DoorDash, Grubhub, Instacart, um, and these other platforms. That's one thing they did give you that they can never take from you is power. If you don't want to work one day a week, you're going to work one day a week. You want to work two, three, four, five, it's up to you. You you make this, this country go. Because these companies, you know, these restaurants and these grocery stores and so on and so on, man. They, they need you more than you need them. Remember that. Now, DoorDash and Grubhub and whatever company, Uber, whatever... They may, they, you may think that, hey, I need Uber. No, 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 no. They need you more than you need them. Remember that. So, gig workers, you guys keep it up. Remember, you are a small business. And you do what's best for you. proud of you guys keep up the good work and remember when every time you get into that car you make this country go every time you make that delivery you make this country go you make sure that you know this country is going because of us In the words of the late, great Ray Kroc, one of us is never as good as all, as all of us. Um, but definitely, my time is getting short, but definitely uh, UDM, thank you, man. Um, I needed a win. I've been going through some troubling times these past two months. And you giving me a win um, has made me, um, that's gave me new life, man. Thank you. Um, that's immeasurable for what you did to me, man. I will always be grateful to you and I for, you know, putting me on your show. And I will um, 
I will do whatever you need me to, man. So, uh, so to the gay community and to everybody in this country, everybody in this world, be good to yourself. But always in the podcast like this, though, be better to each other. Boy Jay Walk, he's out. I'll holler.